You are now entering the box. All right, we are on a new episode here of Inside the Box with Ron Kuzak. Is K- that how you say your last no, name? No, we actually—it's actually pronounced Kashuk, but my family. Kashuk. But but my family though, when they got off the boat from Poland, uh, somebody mispronounced it and said Kazak. So that's the way they say it. They actually say Kazak because they thought that sounded American. Okay, you know? I'm, I'm only second generation actually. So so one more time, Kazak. Kazak. Yes. Ron Kazak. Okay, I've been saying it wrong. Uh, <laughs> well, it's spelled kind of. How's it spelled? K K A S Z U K. Yeah, so it's it's a tough one. But uh, Ron is a local artist, graffiti artist primarily. Uh, do you do any other kind of art? Really? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I I mean, I draw a little bit, but mostly. of what I do is spray paint. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of big things lately that we're going to talk about, just some awesome projects. I'm sure you've seen some of them. Um, First of all, Ron, I want to tell you, uh, I'm doing this. We are sponsoring uh, Dancing with the Stars through the Art Association this year. Really? And they sent out um, like a questionnaire. And it was like, I just had a bunch of random questions on it for all the people because they asked asked me and my wife to dance in it. So uh, one of the questions was like your favorite uh, visual artist, and I just put I put I put Ron Ron. K- now K- I'm already Kazak. Kazak. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'll get it. I've been saying Kuzak for so long. Kazak. I put Ron Kazak. He's been doing a lot of cool things lately, and just uh, really appreciate the stuff he's been doing. So I just man, wanted I to let you know that, I put man. you down for wow. that. Wow, <laughs> just made the hair of my arm yeah. stand up. <laughs> well, I love it, man. I've always loved graffiti art. Uh, it's something that I've always thought would be cool to try, but I just, you know, never really messed with it. I got so much stuff I'm always trying to learn and Man, whatnot I anyway. Get it. But um, so, yeah, one of the, I know one of the big projects, well, actually, before we get in that, let's talk about how you got into graffiti art. Um, I, I grew up in a, in a, in a neighborhood. I'm, the, I'm from the south side of Chicago originally. Okay. And uh, I, where I grew up, it was a gang neighborhood. Um, but all, and then, like, at some point in the mid-80s, you started to see more, like, colorful graffiti. Um, and I was born in 1977, so it was at that point when I was in the mid-'80s, that's when I was really starting to be able to go out with like out my mom or dad or nothing like that and, mm-hmm. and explore the alleyways and see that stuff. And uh, that's that's when it started. You know, I started so you seeing got a lot this. of inspiration from yeah, the like, city up there. Yeah, yeah, just because it was right in my neighborhood. And, it, and it, when like back then, I mean, like graffiti was like what you would see in like the movies, you know, like it right. was everywhere. It was it was literally just you would read the writing on the walls to know what's going on. And yeah. uh, that's, that's how I got into it. I st- and then I started writing on the walls and <laughs> getting in trouble, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, but uh... be- besides that, though, one other thing, like my brother and his friends, uh, when that started happening, they were graffiti artists. Uh, oh, okay. You know, and my brother wasn't really into it for that long. He got into more on the gangbanging aspect and stuff like that. But for Tag a while, yeah, but for a while, some of his friends were the ones that where they, they would come and leave their notebooks and uh, I would rip out pages and stuff like that when they weren't looking and... I would start tracing their stuff. So it was right. It was right in my own house. It's an interesting thing because how it has progressed. You know what I mean? From just being gang related street, you know, tagging and stuff like that. It's just it's a big thing now. I feel like sorry, my dog might be sneaking up on you there for attention. (laughs) She uh, she's a little office dog here. (laughs) Spoiled gets to come every day. But um, 
Yeah, no, it's an interesting progression in how graffiti art's kind of gone because now it's it's definitely a big thing, you know, in a lot of places. And I always thought it was cool as a kid when the trains would drive by yes. and would be covered in it. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? still think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a, that was a neat spot. It's almost like they should just let them do it as long as it's not gang-related. Like, <laughs> I think, you know, I, there, there, are some, there are some companies that do let them do it. Really? Yeah, yeah, because I've seen some of the more uh, professional artists uh, do full train cars um, and the numbers are all professionally taped over and then they just pull mm-hmm. the paper and the tape back and all that stuff and they let they you can just tell yeah it's professionally done yeah yeah there's no way that they did that in the middle of the night you yeah. know you're talking this those are 10 and 12 hour projects easily i always think it's crazy when some of the places you see graffiti are i'm like how in the hell did they get up there and get that <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah like on the edge of a bridge or like on a even some buildings, you know, it's like oh, man, they just dedication. Yeah, man. they're like risk, literally risking their lives <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what would you say was kind of the first? I don't want to say commercial project, but project where you were just like, like did it, and you're like just, I don't know, super proud of it, or just felt like, wow, that was. I feel like this is awesome. I'm going to go somewhere with this. Uh, honestly, it was that that ice deli right down the street down there that that zebra ice deli that you drive past oh, over yeah. on lawrence mm-hmm. um i painted that up at as it is right now but be, prior to that uh there was two different scenes on the side of it there was a beach scene yeah, on I one side remember that. and then there was some graffiti on the other side now the graffiti back then i mean i mean you're talking more than 10 years ago i did that maybe even 12 or 14 years ago it was terrible compared to what i'm doing now but I felt so good about it. Like I was just like, uh, cause I was working, there used to be a, a pizza place over there called Fertillo's pizza. Um, and I, and I was, and I, and I worked there. Uh, and so I got to go past my own work every day and I seen people that even though it was crappy, they really liked it. Yeah. And, uh, that, that was really the first one that, I, it wasn't the first piece I ever sold, but that was the first one where I was like, wow, I, I can, I can do something, you know, like, so I was taking the bus to work and then, you know, the bus drivers, uh, I, I would tell them that I did that and they're like, Oh, I was wondering who did that. And they were excited about it. And then that's awesome. uh, every now and then other people on the bus would, you know, would chime in about it. And, uh, that's when I knew I, I was kind of really on to something. That's so cool. Well, I've always loved art. You know what I mean? Obviously, I, I got into it in a different way with graphic design. That was kind of how I got started with where we're at now was doing graphic design for hmm. uh, like uh, played a lot of video games, you know, and everybody yeah. would have their like little, yeah. little avatar. Yeah. So I started learning graphic design so I could make little avatars for all the online forums <laughs> and our like teams and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? We were doing like video game competing back before it was even like a thing you know what i really? mean really like a big thing with like uh, back what year would i have been i was like high school i graduated in 04 so it was like 03 right around there 04 and uh that's kind of how i got into graphic design I, i've seen some of those logos because i'm a i'm a huge fan of like um minor league baseball logos mm-hmm. and so one day uh i was searching those out just to see what's out there because they're always they're the teams are always toying with the logos or even you know they might just change them for one week to support an event or something mm-hmm. uh, i came across a bunch of those logos that you're talking about you know the gaming logos yeah and because I, I remember finding one it was, it was like it looked like some kind of night and i was like what is this and I was, <laughs> you know i was trying to see what you know and then i started researching going to the little links underneath and i'm like these are gaming logos i'm like what is this all about yeah. man so yeah yeah because it was like we you'd, you'd like make your like avatar and that was before like you know now they have like on snapchat you have like bit emojis and yeah. like your little avatar guys there's way more popular now but yeah that's kind of how i started doing graphic design um so yeah that's cool so the the so that was your first would you consider like kind of big project for you at the time uh yeah uh, out here what, what year was that about um man that had to be 
I'm not very good at time <laughs> timelines. That either. had to be 2007, 2008. Well, no, that would be 2000, sometime between 2008 and 2010. Okay. That's when that was. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember that pizza place you were talking about. What was it called? Fratillo's. Sounds uh, They They had a, a deep dish pizza there. Um, they didn't stay open long. Uh, there was two owners, and one of the owners quickly picked up on the business. wasn't going to be successful. Going to work. Yeah, and so he kind of he kind of skipped out on it. And then the other one, it turned out, uh, he had some personal problems, yeah. and he just couldn't manage the business. I'm, and, a, I'm a huge pizza lover, so I, I, had to, I am too. Had to, had to double check about that. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm from the south side of Chicago. I was actually uh, they they were when they bought the place, it was already a priorly a pizza. Pl- place so all the pans and all that stuff oh, okay. were already there and they were trying to learn about the deep dish and i came in being from the south side of chicago i'm like no this is all wrong your proportions are wrong <laughs> uh, and then so <laughs> once, right and that's what i did i showed them how to do it uh and then it started selling man and then so i'd give them little ideas for nice. the pizza every now and then and they you know they taste it and we'd put out free samples on the counter yeah. uh, and if we got good feedback we put it on the menu perfect yeah that's, that's a good way to do it you yeah. know customer feedback i actually almost opened up a pizza Ooh. place before i started this really yes uh you you know, uh, you know where Jeremy Bredemeyer's got hair of the dog downtown? Yeah. The, the barbershop? Yeah, the corner right there. Yeah, Jeremy can tell you that him and I, were, uh, uh, we were both looking at that spot at the same exact time. Really? Uh, he was my barber, uh, and he, I was told him, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at this spot for a pizza place. And he's like, I'm oh, man. I, <laughs> you know, he's, he, no, he didn't tell me that. What he told me was, oh, I think you got to buy that whole building. You can't just rent the spot. And, uh, but I was already toying with the idea of doing this, so I just I put all my effort into this instead. Um, and he, next thing you know, he's opening the barber shop, and I'm like, oh, man. Uh, I started <laughs> shaving my head. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a cool spot there. I've been in there once or yeah. twice. Um, what, year, what year did you move down here from Chicago? Uh, 2006. Um, I, I got here just uh, after the tornadoes happened, mm-hmm. I, I understand. And then uh, I was here for like a week before the ice, ice storm hit mm-hmm. in 2006. Yeah, it was a couple of crazy events there. Yeah, I was in. The, that was the first tornado I've ever like been in. I remember I was downstairs living at my dad's house watching TV, and uh, he just ran downstairs all of a sudden. He's like, "It's about to hit." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and then it sounded like a freight train going really? by. Really, it was crazy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then we walk outside. Just I've never seen it so pitch black. Uh, there's trees, uh, and then we got a flashlight and shined them up. There was a tree down in front of our house and a tree in back of our house, so we were completely like boxed in. It was pretty crazy. Wow. Um, but anyway, um, so that's awesome, man. So kind of how, uh, you did that ice deli did, what, what did you get anything? Like how quickly did things kind of progress from there? Were you able to find some more gigs? Uh, no, not right away. I mean, the, the seriousness of everything that you see now is really, uh, actually only happened in about the last four years. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, uh, you know, I just, I, I wasn't ready as a person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I totally get you. Know, what you're I, I was in the middle of culture shock coming from the South side of Chicago, uh, and then not only that, but like, man, I, I was drinking, I was getting high, I wasn't taking my relationships in life seriously. Nope. Uh, all the things that, you know, that, that, that a lot of people struggle with, I, I was struggling with. And uh, so I wasn't ready to receive it yet. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't until I moved to Athens that it really took off, uh, which is really weird that here I am in a town of 2,000 people and all of a sudden my graffiti career right. becomes a career. Yeah. Um, no, that's when it took off. I, I started working for a guy out there uh, who's now a really good friend of mine and who actually works for me now. Um, and uh, he just and he put a boot on my neck. He, he wouldn't take my bullshit no more and, and started teaching me about business uh, it, until the point where I sat him down and said that, hey, I got to go. I got to start my own business. And uh, and then once I started, you know, 
when I told him about this whole idea for hashtag REK services, just as a t-shirt, and I seen his eyes light up uh, at, at the severity of my idea of how big it was, I, I, I knew that it could work. Yeah. And, uh, and so I just ran with it, man. And I just never stopped. I started telling everybody everywhere I went, uh, it doesn't matter if I'm in the gas station, the grocery store, if I'm in a customer's house. So you got to do. Yes. And I, and I just, uh, Next thing you know, I'm branded, you know, but it was, it was, it was, it was a whole bunch of things that led up to me being branded. It wasn't just me uh, on foot. It was a lot to do with social media and stuff too. Right. Um, I, uh, you know, speaking of you driving by your, you know, spot over there or when you were seeing the ice deli thing all the time, uh, I worked at a sign company right out of college. Oh yeah. And, uh, we did, um, you know, I started doing all these designs and vehicle wrap designs and I remember, one of the first things I did that I just thought was so cool is was a uh, uh, WKLZ had their we were doing working on a design for their vehicle wrap, and you know uh, everybody th- there was a couple designers working on options and everybody kind of had these conservative options, and I'm like man this is WQLZ it's got to feel like you got to look at it and feel loud like rock you know what I mean right. so I just took a sound wave. And I just blew it up on the side of the vehicle and then, you know, turned it into their colors and just, I just made it kind of crazy and they, they loved it and they ended up going with it. And I, I felt so good about it. I was like, man, that is so cool. That's actually it, really cool. You know, cause you see it out at yeah. all these events, the state fair, and they had it for years, you know, that wrap and uh, it was really cool. And then after that, then we started, you know, designing signs for people and it wasn't as, I didn't get to have like as much fun with the designs cause it wasn't like as crazy, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but it was neat seeing them around town and I was like, man, it's cool. I designed that sign. You know what I mean? And, Absolutely. Uh, so I totally get where you're coming from with that feeling, you know, knowing, yeah. you, knowing you did that and just feeling yeah. really proud of it, seeing it out there. The, uh, so, um, so you're in, a, uh, what were now I know let's talk about your most recent project and then we'll kind of go backwards a little bit, but that, uh, a talkology, man, that's awesome, man. I appreciate that. That was I, so cool. That was we, such an I, intense project. We were so pressed for time. Um, how did that work out? Had they seen some of your other stuff? Uh, they seen me. Uh, they actually seen me in the Illinois Times because uh, back. I don't remember. Maybe yeah, October. I remember that. You're yeah, that. yeah. They they made they made they put me on the cover of the Illinois Times. Gave me a two page spread. Which how'd uh, that work out? Amazing. You know, the hair on my arm is standing up. <laughs> and honestly, I like I'm, I'm holding back emotion. Uh, so if Illinois Times, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. You, you, you really helped change the direction of my life. How did it come um, about? The Illinois Times spread? Did they just reach out or? Uh, no, actually, I reached out to them to give them another story about somebody else that I was working with. And they decided that I was the story. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, man, you know, I mean, you know, God's funny, man. Um, I wasn't intending, uh, for that. And not that I, I didn't want to be part of the story. Don't get me wrong, but it was, no, I just thought there was another company that was doing some cool stuff that needed some recognition. Um, and they're like, well, hold on, tell us about you a little bit. You know, how did you get involved in this? And then next thing you know, uh, they took down my information, uh, and less than an hour later, man, uh, the editor called me back, uh, himself and, and said that, you know, we, we'd love to sit down and talk with you. That's cool. And then two, three days later, uh, I'm sitting down with Jay Wheeler, uh, and, and we're, we're in a bar and, you know, having a beer and he's taking notes on me. And, uh, I was like, wow, man, this is, this is really crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very neat. Yeah. The, uh, actually we have some pictures pulled up from that, Ryan, you want to pull those up and we can talk about them a little bit. Oh, wow. Cool. He'll, he'll pull those up on the, the video here, but, 
Uh, that one's not uh, Talkology. We can come. We'll come back to those. Let's jump to that Talkology real quick. Yeah, some of those skull ones. So, so go jump back. Yeah, here's some of the progression of how it starts. So how like how in you uh, like graffiti is so crazy to me because the can is spraying out like it's not a, a line by any means it's not like a straight line so coming up with like you know i've seen like in vegas when people do it and they'll use like the edges of paper yes, and stuff yeah. like that how do you figure like when you're doing something like this do you have a a, a main plan or do you just kind of start going at it and you just um well i all right so first of all i i like 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 we were talking about here how uh you know you, you mentioned you know you, you want you like your podcast to be around an hour because you want to dig into to whoever the, the person is. Um, I do the same thing with my clients is I, I sit down and, and I talk to them and, and I really try to see what they want. Um, but then I, I have to sell them on the idea that I'm going to give you your vision, but my way. Yeah. Um, and then I, I go into I, a, a simple app that I have on my phone that's similar to Photoshop. It's called Pixlr. Um, and, and then I'll, I'll take a picture of the actual wall, uh, and then I'll superimpose their idea over it. Like I'll, I'll just figure out if I have to draw it in by hand or if I so can just take give them like a rough, a rough thing. And I say from here on in, I just, this is the point where it's going to get scary. Uh, yeah. and, and there's gotta trust, be some trust. Yeah. And you, and you trust me. Um, but at the same time, I also like, uh, at Talkology, they'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm open to it. If we get to a certain point and you say, this isn't it, you know, my, my, my theory is it's, it's only paint. We can fix it. Yeah. And, and so go ahead and progress through, through these skull shots here. Yeah, those were this. That was a really tough. This that wall it, itself was extremely tough to do. Well, it's got to. I mean, as a. I mean, I. I. I personally, you know, can understand. You know, there's the steps to it because I know how it is, even with graphic design. But I, as a customer, like seeing what's going on, like, oh, is this gonna turn out? What's he doing here? <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that actually happened a lot there. Uh, so their landlord was uh, very much involved in this project, yeah. and, and he kept coming through and questioning, like, what the hell is going on here? And I, and I was trying to sell him on the idea um, of getting it to that, that point yeah, right it there. Looks so cool. And uh, that's actually my favorite one out of all of them. And that's the almost done portion of it right there. But that's my favorite skull out of Go all ahead, of them. Go ahead, keep going around. I think there's a. I think there's like a. A, a triple picture isn't it, of all of them done. So did they say they wanted the three skulls on the wall or did you kind of talk to them like, all right, um, what if we did these here? And well, uh, initially they came, uh, they came to another artist prior to me, um, and, and told him that what they wanted, they wanted uh, this kind of Andy Warhol theme, uh, with them in the boxes, you know, and, and repetitive. And, uh, and I, and I convinced them, I, I tried to sell them on the idea uh, of you know because what i do is bigger and bolder and i said let's do you know let's go with less is more and we initially were going to take the middle skull and i had this magenta paint that i was going to paint around it and give them that box effect but once we got to the end and all the different colors throughout the restaurant we decided that 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 doesn't need to be done on yeah. this wall that this wall is, is is great the way it is and it gives the focus on on those you know what i mean yes. on those skulls yeah. yes and and the magenta just wasn't needed they have magenta in other parts of the of the restaurant and it just wasn't needed go ahead ryan let's see let's let's click click to a couple other now that looks i sent that to or i was showing my brother actually he was in town i don't know if you saw that podcast we do with him he was in town he works for microsoft out in seattle and i was showing him some of your stuff because i was like man i'm gonna have him do some stuff for me someday when we when we get our own place uh and i was like look at how look at how he did this uh this talkology word i was like 
I was like, it looks neon. He's like, that's not neon. <laughs> and I was like, no, man, that's spray paint. Isn't that crazy? It looks like a oh, neon man. freaking sign. That was so nerve-wracking. That's, that's actually the first time I've ever done I was that style. Say, have you ever tried that before? No. Uh, they wanted that. And, and uh, the, it's a husband and wife couple that owns that restaurant. And the wife really, really wanted that. And, uh, and she just wouldn't budge on that. There was, I, couldn't, uh, you know, I couldn't convince her otherwise. So was it a first try? Did you ever, did you have to redo it at all, or did you? No, no, no. That's that's it. That's the first try, man. Yeah. Uh, I literally like uh, just before I went up on the scaffolding to start that. It, the, the, you see the scaffolding in the picture mm-hmm. right there. Uh, I went over into the corner and I grabbed a box uh, and, and I just I checked it out. And I could the husband I could see he was really nervous about my try. But I hadn't what I hadn't done though at that point was switch the caps on my paint to get the actual desired effect. I just wanted to make sure I can make the colors blend the way I needed yeah. them to blend. So um, the so the caps you just switch them out to affect the width of like the spray. Yes. So if you huh. think about like a mechanical pencil, they yeah. come in point two, point five, point seven, yeah. point nine. Interesting. Uh, it's the same thing with the spray paint caps. Uh, I can order all different types of them and uh, and get the desired effect. Are they all just different widths of spray, or is there any kind of weird uh, things you well, can do you, with them? No, yeah, you can get calligraphy caps. Uh, then you can get caps that actually, like, if this was your spray paint can, that actually go around. Him showing you. That actually go around. Switch to the camera of him showing the the bottle he's talking here about. Let me know. Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. All right. So it, it would actually there's a cap that actually goes around it and sits on the edge of it, and then you can have whatever cap you want on this, but it actually sprays out through through a hole right here, so you get even a finer, the most fine line that you could possibly get with spray paint. Oh. And now a little, it gets a little messy, like cap right. the paint Fills does. Up. Yeah, and then you got you know, and then you got to you know get rid of it and whatnot, but it gets you that desired effect. So there's all types of stuff to and tricks and then you know i will bust out you know cardboard and stuff like that and uh tape when i need to i mean whatever's gonna get the job done uh is what i'm gonna do yeah man that's that's crazy such a weird technique to to do that stuff and work with those that, those uh but that, ne- that neon one though so let me tell you it's, uh there's a there's an artist out there that influenced that entire style and i studied him um over and over and over again he his name's adam foo uh, f-u just adam foo you can put him into any social media his stuff will come out and his now his neon's much more elaborate than what i did there he puts all these drips and uh adds a lot more to it but i was just going for the straight neon light effect you yeah. know and that's what they wanted like a neon sign yes that's exactly what they wanted but i studied him man uh like crazy uh i mean i was I was pausing his YouTube videos uh, and to look at to see if I could see the brands of paint that he was using. Yeah. If I could identify what what caps were on the top of his paint. Does the um, does the brand of paint make a a pretty big difference? Huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, like if you were to go to any hardware store here. Do they even and, carry like what you would want to use typically? No. Uh, places like Hobby Lobby, they okay. they do Hobby Lobby and. Uh, I forget what the other art store is, but they yeah, there's art stores that carry it, but mostly I order over the internet because um, the stuff that you get in the hardware store, it's already got a clear coat in the paint, so your paint's a little diluted anyways. Mm. Um, but that that clear coat's going to give you a, an undesired shine, especially in a, in a clo- closed area like this. Uh, you know that light's gonna it's that, it's gonna shine off of it. It's gonna lose the effect. You yeah. Know? Uh, whereas the stuff that I buy doesn't have the clear coat and it's, it's got, you know, two to four times the amount of pigment that other paints do. So it goes a lot further. It's a little more expensive, but it goes a lot further, yeah. uh, lasts longer. And then, uh, I can put whatever dis- clear coat I want over it. I don't have to have a clear coat that shines, you know? Huh. Interesting. How about that? How about that bathroom stall? Is, where, is that it? 
Talkology? It is. It I, is. I haven't been in there yet. I've, I've wanted to go in. I tried to go like three or four times with my brother, but they Man, like the open like later in the day, <laughs> food, I think, their or food, something. Their food is so good. I, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I, I, I tried some of their tacos. Oh, yeah, this is taco all over. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, tried some, I tried some of their carnitas, uh, and uh, I grew up in a Mexican neighborhood. Like I wasn't expecting to sit down and have their tacos give me an emotional experience. I'm serious, man. Well, it's man. probably that much more after you know, you're know you being part of it and everything. Well, that, I actually tried them before we even started the project uh, while they were still on 6th Street. But yeah, the, Did they so, close that one down then? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but this, this now, I, all right, so I, I put the work in on this, uh, but, you know, the, the – uh, the, the wife, uh, this was her idea. She was from New Jersey and, uh, I think it looks awesome. It's yeah. So cool. And I appreciate that, man. And she told me what she wanted. And how many uh, times did you write the word taco? You think? Oh, my. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times, but eat is, so that's in, that's in the, in the men's room. But if, if you go in there now, it's going to look different. The stalls, the, the, the actual stalls are installed. Oh right yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the, each wall, I mean, you're looking at 12 hours of me in there going up That's and down a ladder uh, with all these different colors of paint. Um, that is crazy. Writing the word taco as many times <laughs> as I could. That's so funny. Look, it turned out amazing, though, man. That's I appreciate so cool. it, man. Go ahead and jump back real quick, Ryan. I got to tell you, one of my favorite things. Here, scroll down and see if we come across this here. Uh, where is it? Keep going, keep going, keep going. I love the 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 Mario and all that stuff, but I love the, uh, keep going. Oh, where is it? Come on. There it is. The Norwal. Oh man. Go over that. I freaking love that. That's so cool. Uh, you know what? So, uh, there's that. So that's not actually my original design. Really? Uh, no, there's a Springfield artist, uh, named Brian Hamilton. Um, and him and I used to do a lot of illegal graffiti together, uh, going up and down the train lines and just wherever we wanted to paint. Uh, and we did a bunch of public art together. Um, this was his stuff. I was, I was uh, just creeping his page one day, uh, and I was like, hey, man, you, you care if I paint that narwhal? I'm like, I got a really good idea for it. And, uh, yeah. And, and so I, I, so I, he just had a similar like, looking thing, and you just kind of— No, no, no. The, I mean, the, other than the drips, the shape, the actual shape of the narwhal was all— he just had it sketched out. He didn't, there was no color or anything on oh, it. Oh, okay. So, uh, the so only, you added all the color and everything. Yeah, and yeah. The, the only difference is, is I made the eye look just a little bit more like angry— uh, like kind of, or focused. I don't know if you will angry or focused, but uh, that's cool though. And, no, uh, that's freaking awesome. The Norwal's always kind of been a funny thing. I always think about uh, the uh, elf. Yes, me too. <laughs> hey, Mister so, Norwal. So I saw that. I was like, hey, Mister Norwal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my daughter loves it too, man. Is that um, is that in your house? Yeah. Well, my well, my we I, we actually broke up. That's in my ex's oh, okay. house. Well, actually, no. That's actually painted over, and what it's painted over with uh, is now on Timbaland's music label. Okay, yeah, because you just did... What What was it that you did for them? Is there anything we could pull up for that? Yes. Or, uh, what's the easiest way to do that? Let's see, scroll up. Is it newer? Yeah, I think up, yeah. Let's see, it's got to be I remember you somewhere. were talking about that being getting done. Um, keep going, keep going. It's actually that picture right there. There's probably a better picture on my Instagram. No, to the left, Ryan. I think yeah, that, that, one, yeah. that one right there. Uh, now that's what was in the Activator magazine, but uh, so that's, that's that wall where the Norwal was, though. Yes, that's it right there. Uh, that that was actually done. So there's a band uh, named Makuta, uh, and uh, I tell you what, man, Makuta. First of all, they're they're just amazing people. Um, they were performing out at the state fair at the same time when I performed out there last year. Did you and, do live painting? Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, where did you do that at? Um, over, I mean, I forget the name of the building. Um, 
It was kind of in the back. There was a beer garden. And Did you do it on a building? Uh, no, I hung up. I worked oh, okay. in collaboration with their carpenters, and we built big frames. And then oh, cool, I, I went to the hardware store and got giant uh, uh, canvas tarps, and I rolled them out in my driveway and primed them. And then we put them on these big wood frames, uh, and I painted stuff nice. and, and then donated Damn, it all. I didn't even know you did that. That's cool. Yeah. I showed us and, all so, and so Makuta, uh, they, they were out there at the same time that I was, and uh, I wanted to go see them. And and, uh, and I first of all, I didn't even know they were on a major record label. I just I knew they were a band. I I, I went onto YouTube first, and there was a a song on there that I really liked, and I was like, I'm gonna go check these guys out. But it just didn't work out that way with my schedule and their schedule. Um, so I hit them up on Twitter, and I told them that you know I really liked them, and I'm sorry I didn't get to go see them. They're like, you know what? We wanted to come see you too. It was really weird. The hair on my arm standing <laughs> up again. I was like, are you serious? You know, like here's this band, and like the, what what are the chances of that? Yeah. And uh, so we we hit off a, a relationship, and and it just became very genuine. I was going through a lot of stuff because, like I said, this is in my ex's house, uh, and I would say this was about where the time where my relationship started falling apart. And and, uh, and I got to be very open and honest with them, whereas where I didn't have to talk to my friends or family and they didn't have to look at us different. I can just tell them, here's what's going on. And uh, and they weren't, you know, giving me any kind of judgmental feedback about her. They were just super loving to me. Um, and then all of a sudden, man, six, seven months later, they're like, hey, uh, we're doing this. Uh, uh, we're doing this collaboration project with uh, Grammy Award winning artist Janice Ian. Uh, would you would you like to do the cover art? And I was like, I, I literally fell to my knees and started crying, <laughs> uh, because yeah. by that by that point, I knew that they, I, I actually knew that Timbaland was their boss. Uh, I knew that You've they done were some working. Research. Yeah, yeah. I, well, just not only that, but also from talking, talking to them, you know, and, and all the. You know, I mean, it's they they don't even name drop when they talk. They're just saying, oh, I was just over, you know, at this house or that house. And like, you know, they're doing stuff just months ago. You know, they uh, did in, in one room with uh, Justin Timberlake and Justin Bieber. Um, and I was just like, are you kidding me? I'm like, you know, and they're, and they're just a, they're a military family from uh, Quincy, Illinois. Um, and then like in the middle of before this project was released now, cause the band, uh, it, it was four people. Uh, it, it was the mom and her son and two daughters. Uh, and then in the beginning of this whole COVID thing, uh, mom had bad kidneys and, uh, and she, she went to the hospital for it. Um, and the son was approved to give her a kidney, but they had had all these res- COVID restrictions on the hospital and wouldn't let him in and she died. Oh my and God. so then we, when we went through all this together, you know, I mean, like I wasn't expecting to fall in love with a group of people, uh, and then being so affected by her death. And like, so like, I don't know, man, we got really close through this project and, uh, I, that's crazy. It, it, it changed, it changed my entire life, man. So Seriously. is the cover, is the cover just the art or is that it right there with the, with the ground also like the running? Uh, written out? Yeah. With the running written out. Cause the name of the song is running. Yeah. And then they superimposed, uh, over it, uh, with, you know, uh, featuring Janice Ian okay. on there. That was the only other thing that, uh, we did not include in the, in the art itself, but getting to that point. Um, now, I mean, typically, you know, me painting a wall like that, that's a one to two day project. Um, but that really turned into like an eight month thing because, uh, they had to go back and forth with their management, and, and then they also are they were looking for a very particular record album feel. Yeah, you know, and like just little things like you notice like the shadow on the ceiling right there. Right. Uh, like so, what you don't see on the other side of this room because this is a back bedroom in that house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is I've got lights and everything set up, and I don't have like fancy lights like this. I mean, I. 
<laughs> I had to use what I had. Construction uh, lights or something. <laughs> no, no. A friend of mine works for a company. Uh, you know the company in, uh, in town, Resource One? Yeah. Uh, well, and so a, a lot I of... I got a really cool bench from them for one of our Simply stores. So, you know, the lights that you would find under a big, like, you know, over the desktop or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. those small... I got a bunch of those neon lights. Uh, I had one of them shining into a paint tray that was all yet that was coated with yellow paint. Oh, I had one of them. Effect out there. Yes, and then you know, and then I had a lamp where I took like a a manel or a a clear clear blue file folder and I put it over a lamp and I had another light shining on a blue door. Got creative with it. Yeah, and then (laughs) like even to get that because they really liked that shadow. Uh-huh. So that wasn't just hap. That wasn't what we found out when we got to that point where they said they liked it. They liked that from one shot, but that running wasn't in there. They're like, "Can you recreate that?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, "Let me see." And you know, <laughs> and so what I found out what was going on. That shadow was only happening when I moved the fan a little bit, mm. and so I had to move the fan a little bit and then get back into the same yeah, it exact looks like position. It's like blurred just slightly. Yeah. It, it, well, that that I all did with the editing afterwards. Oh, okay. um, that's crazy. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, do you have a copy of the like the like the physical? Uh, no, no, one? not yet. But the, the only reason I, I don't, don't even, I don't even know if they have physical ones these days. They, they, <laughs> they, they do. They do have physical ones. Uh, as you know, a lot of their a lot of their fans are, are in uh, countries all over the world, so they do have the physical ones. I just don't have it because these people do not know how to stop. <laughs> I'm serious, man. Every time I talk to them, they're on the road, they're doing something. Uh, you know, they'll call me every few weeks, uh, and they're actually in the car traveling from one destination to the other. Yeah. And they're all on one phone talking about, hi, Ronnie. Nice. You know, like, <laughs> and, and it's really cool. Um, but that's the only reason I don't have the physical copy is because I haven't pressed them uh, for yeah. it because, you know, I just, yeah, yeah I understand the grind. You that's know what I'm cool, saying? Though. And they're, they're really all about that grind. They don't stop, man. They're, I mean, they're blown like in the UK. They're blown up. They're 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 big in Japan. I'll check it out. Um, check yeah. them out. I've never heard them. Yeah, well, you will. I mean, give it time. They, matter of fact, they just did a, a commercial with Ducati. Uh, they did a commercial with uh, with Wells Fargo. Nice. Um, so I, I'd imagine eventually at some right. point it's, it's going to get into the movies and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Let's uh, go ahead and jump out of that, Ryan. Are you? Okay, yeah, go ahead and jump out of that real quick. Let's uh Now you did some I saw a uh, a super cool I, sh- I showed this one to my brother cuz he's big into video games. Go ahead and scroll down a little bit, Ryan. It was that uh that like theater room. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, like there. Those right there, Ryan. That's actually Is the that one- just at someone at someone's house, I take it? No, that's at a company called Clean Impact here uh in Springfield. Uh, it's a commercial uh, cleaning company. Oh, okay. Um, and so when they bought this building, this room was a, there was mirrors on these walls, and there used to be mats on the floor. Go ahead, scroll through um, a couple of them there. And, and uh, that was it was a gym, okay. And so this this was actually the project I was calling uh, the Illinois Times about. I'm like, you got to see what these guys are doing, man. Um, so this now there's video games. So you, like if you could, one of the pictures you or you can see that it's all set up for outlets. Like he, right there, that that this one right here. Yeah. Yeah. You can see where it's all set up for outlets right there. Uh-huh. Uh, that's all video games and stuff there now, like actual arcade games oh, really? all the way around the room. Yes. Wow. And then the what's the, the name you, of the company? Clean Impact. It's huh. owned, it's owned by John Rowe and Kirk Kellis. Interesting. Um, How what was they were just looking for something fun to do with the space. They were looking for something fun for their employees yeah, to do. That's now, awesome, and not man. only that, but these guys. Uh, all right, so these guys are they're they're, they're just big kids, man. You yeah. know, they're 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 super smart. I they, get they, it. they know how to make I feel money. Like I'm a big kid. <laughs> yeah, and, and but they wanted to instead of having because they were going to do an employee training room there. 
they're like, but why do we need to set up mock toilets and this and that to teach people how to yeah. clean? You know, we can do that on site. Uh, they're like, let's give them a place uh, where they can bring their families and have fun and stuff like that. Cool. You know? That's awesome, man. Yeah. Very neat. It's, yeah. So that that was an extremely challenging project too, man. Uh, it doesn't may, might not look like it, but those walls are tall. No, I. Yeah, I you know, I think I, I want to say they're sixteen think feet on any, one side and I like nineteen feet on the other. Any kind of big mural, I just don't even. It's hard for me to even fathom like doing it. Like it, even something that big, just even a wall. Like it's just like man. Where do you even start? You know what I mean? And, yeah, and I've just it, never done it, so it's hard for me to picture doing it. it, it you it's, know? it's it's hard for me, and I and this is what I do with my life. Um, you know, like I come in there and I and I sell the project, knowing that I can do it. But then when it gets to that day, I'm like, oh, man, I'm just so overwhelmed, and yeah. I, they don't know it, but like I'm shaking on the inside. Right. You know Nervous. what I'm saying? No, I get it for sure. You know, that's cool, man. What uh? So what would you consider? Uh, like your favorite, you know, was it, do you think that uh, art, that album artwork was like your favorite work so far or what, what would you say? Um, man, uh, it's tough to, I would actually probably say that St. Louis one and I'm not even a fan. I'm not, first of all, I don't even watch sports in general, but I'm from Chicago. I definitely wouldn't like the Cardinals. <laughs> um, I think it was pretty cool. You know, I, I, I think I really, so like I, I didn't go off any, uh, any drawing or anything on this. I actually went off actual photographs on this one, uh, and I had to bring that comic book feel to it. And, and I, don't, I think looking back on it, I think there's things that I could have approved, improved on. Um, but I, that's one of my favorite ones uh, for the simple fact that one of my idols uh, who really influenced me uh, went and not only uh, liked it on Instagram, but then you know put the the fire emoji underneath it. And nice. I was just like, "Wow, man!" Isn't like, that funny, bro. I cried. I cried like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I really well, did, no, man. Cool. You know, like I was. Just I remember like, one time I posted a. It was just a picture of a speaker, like a close. This just a, it was just a cool picture I took of a speaker, so I posted it on there, and. Uh, a DJ that I wasn't even super familiar with at the time, uh, Chami, T-C-H-A-M-I, I think it is, mm-hmm. uh, commented on it and liked it. And uh, I don't remember if he commented, but he definitely liked it. Because one of my buddies that's a DJ messaged me. He's like, dude, Chami just met, commented on your picture. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, who's that? Man. And I, I went and looked. I'm like, holy crap. I'm like, that is pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, and I didn't. And now, you know, since then, I, you know, I listen to him a lot. He's like house music yeah. DJ. But um yeah no that's uh that's that is a cool i i, I like the cardinals uh you know, I, I think the reason i like them is just because i grew up and my buddy's dad had like tickets so he'd take us down there you know what i mean yeah. so i kind of grew up seeing them and stuff um but yeah no it's so much cool stuff uh let's see what else we got here ryan let's scroll up a little bit any any other projects that would be uh interesting in your head to kind of talk about that dream big's awesome i love that uh, well, that punk taco one right over there. You see that the Spider Man one? Go over to the right. All the way right there. Yeah. That was another one that was really fun. Oh, uh, that's cool. So that guy Adam Walenta, uh, he actually wrote the the Public Enemy comic book. Oh, really? Um, and then he created a, a graphic an all ages graphic novel called Punk Taco. And uh, I know it looks like I'm advertising for him here, and I guess I kind of am. But uh, I, I I ran across him on Twitter and. Uh, and he just seemed really genuine and cool. He didn't seem like he was, you know, trying to kiss anybody's ass or nothing like that. And, yeah. and didn't care if people liked his views or not. And I really liked that. And he, he had this Kickstarter for Punk Taco. And, uh, and we got involved in it. And then I got the book. 
And I got the book and I was like, whoa, this is actually really cool. I, I didn't know what to think of it until it actually got there. Um, and I was like, I really like this, man. Um, you know, he did exactly what you would expect a, a comic book creator to do was he took modern times and put it into his story. And I was like, all right, man, because he's even got a character in there at the time that I'm pretty sure is, is depicting Trump and then his, <laughs> his views, uh, you know, against it. Yeah. Um, but then he was at New York Comic Con. OK, I've uh, never been to one of those. I've always wanted to go. I've never been to one either. And but while he was there, he sold out of the book. Wow. And and uh, and then had st- but then still had to, to be there. You know, he's 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 contracted to be or contracted to be there. And he drew that that Spider Man. And I was like, dude, that is dope. I'm like, can I paint that on my wall? How would you like to see that in spray paint? Um, and then uh, and then sometimes you know I showed it to him and all that, and it, and it got a lot of love. And then this one here, this was just him uh, randomly. This was probably like a year or so later. Uh, just randomly retweeting this stuff because he liked it, man. That That's was cool. That was something that I really had a lot of fun doing. As you can see, so that's, that's in that same room. Yes, because what you're seeing on the corner there, that's actually a, a, a hand that I spray painted on uh, next to the narwhal later. Okay. Uh, I, it was, it, that's actually what you see there was part of my tattoos here and here. Uh, and then the hand all colorful to match that, holding a can of spray paint, spray painting the narwhal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, how... Uh Oh, what was I just thinking? I was going to ask you something about that. I totally slipped my head, though. Uh, well, anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the uh, that's cool, though, man. That's cool. It's 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 nice to that you like find something that you like, and then you know you either ask to paint it or paint something that goes along with it, and then look, this guy shares it, and it just you know what I mean. It just it's yes. a good way to get exposure. Yes. Now I know it costs you money with the paint and everything just to paint something like that. Yeah, but, but yes and no. I mean, like it's, sometimes it, it doesn't really cost me anything because uh, so when I go into a, a large job, you know, I mean, you know, it's like any other construction job. I mean, there, there's costs involved, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then all the paint that's left over, I get to keep. And so, like a lot of times, so you I'm, got some leftover stuff. Some left over. I'm sitting on like 700 cans of paint right now, that's you know, that, that are paid for by other people. How do you like? store and organize all <laughs> uh, I, well it, actually, I, I, I could actually answer that very particularly i store them in in uh in milk crates because it's got to it can't get cold or frozen right no, so you gotta have no, it somewhere no, right heated. now it's actually right now it's actually in my bedroom um because they're it locally uh man store because of businesses being closed and whatnot storage units are just ate up everywhere mm. you know well there's some available but i need uh i need uh temperature control right um so I, they're literally they're in my bedroom right now uh, yeah. like literally stacked up in a corner um and so i i sort them all by uh colors and shades of colors and, and each milk crate holds exactly 20 cans when you put it in there so i can huh. look at them and go 20 40 60 81 know what you I, got i know exactly what i got and uh when you're painting inside like a like somebody like a room one thing you know that I'm curious of with spray paint is I feel like it would get everywhere. How how hard is that to control? Uh, not hard at all. Um, so be, all right. So uh, what REK Services is uh, is actually a full service painting company that offers graffiti as a service. Oh, okay. So I can come, but I just don't advertise that as much anymore yeah. because the art has taken off. Uh, but I come in and paint your whole entire house, so I'm a professional painter as well. So, Interesting. Okay. So, so I, you know, I'm taped because I've seen the, you have some like tables and like different other stuff you've yes, done too. Yes. Um, you know, and, and so uh, you know, I'm coming in with all the proper tarps and plastic and tape, uh, paper, whatever the case may be. I'm going to protect your house the same way any other painter would protect your house. Uh, but I also create an airflow uh, out of the house. 
Um, you know, I, I've got fans and stuff like that, and snail fans. They use to dry the floors, and I'll, yeah. and I'll create a, a, a just a yeah. extra. Get yeah, well, get, well, that way it takes it all right out of the house. Um, you know, but the overspray of the cans, like, it, like if you go to, to, can you go to that one where the ladder and the scaffolding is right there? Yeah. So let's see how far uh, out I got the the paper taped on the floor there. That's all you need. That's all I need because everything that I that, that I'm going to spray is going to fall directly down. Um, and it's a, and and spray paint is made with a powdered pigment. Um, well, most of your paints are made with start off with a powdered pigment, but spray paint's mostly powder uh, mixed with gases and stuff like that. Um, and, and so once the, by the time it actually hits your floor. The products that I use, uh, if it, I, I don't even have to actually protect. Like this rug right here, if we were painting in here, whatever falls under this rug, you're going to be able to vacuum off. Uh, if on really? a regular floor, you'll be able to sweep most colors. Uh, but red, the red will stain. stain pretty, yeah, the red will stain. We found, found that out the hard way. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, now, is that different? With different spray paints, like yes. the stuff you might buy at the hardware store or yes. something. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, even the stuff that you buy at the hardware store, whatever you know, you spray out, uh, is it's still going to be a powdered pigment when it hits the floor. But I, but I put the paper anyways because uh, besides that, uh, I also like when I once I get the painting and I'm shaking up the cans, I spray away from me, um, right. or every now and then the cap will get clogged up and it'll just spurt out, you know, and it's just like oh man, and, and then it's all over the floor yeah. and whatnot. You gotta have some yeah. area there. Yeah. Interesting. So, you know, yeah, I, I take all the proper precautions to protect everything. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's, a, you know, uh, uh, during all that COVID stuff, I'd hit you up about possibly doing, like, uh, my daughter and son's wall in their oh, rooms yeah, that we yeah. were doing. And it just didn't work out. And I was like, well, we got to get moved in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So we just got moved in. And, you you know, with all the, what was it? Did your girlfriend or, or somebody at the time, you were like, I got to isolate, man. And I was like, oh, know, yeah. Well, she, yeah, she worked, she worked out at the villas. Uh, oh, yeah. She worked out at the villas uh, when that whole outbreak was going on. And uh, so we absolutely did. We we had to be extra careful, man. There yeah. were, And there, I appreciate that. There, sure. there, there, there were people around us, you know, because, I mean, you, it, you see all over social media that there's clearly a lot of people that were not affected. Right. And so they think because they weren't affected, nobody's affected, yeah. you know. And, and then, but that wasn't the case around us. People were actually dying. You know, yeah. people were really getting sick. Uh, me, me, and my, me and my daughter actually got, I actually got it. Uh, we, we were down. Uh, we had the whole no taste thing. It wasn't exactly no taste. It was everything tasted like almost kind of sweet. It was a really, yeah. really weird. And everything smelled and, and tasted exactly the same. It didn't matter what you put in your mouth. Interesting. Uh, we I can't could, imagine. It was terrible. So it was, uh, uh, we, we were sleeping on the, we couldn't get comfortable anywhere but on the hard floors. Yeah. For some reason. I don't know. That's so what, weird. My yeah. wife got it um, and she lost her smell. But none yeah. of us got it. Nobody else in the it, house. Nobody else in the house got it for us either. Excuse it was me. Just, it was just me and my me and my daughter. Yeah, and um, I kind of somebody got in an argument with me. I think it's because they lost like a loved one to it, and I, I don't remember what I said. I said something. And I'm like, look, man, I, I I understand that some people are affected by it or that are higher at risk, and I think those people should be extremely careful. I was like, I still wear my mask out and everything. I wear it when I'm out in public. I'm respectful of other people, but but I also feel like we should all these small businesses can't be forced to be closed down. It's America. Man. Why are you forcing well, it, people you, you to go be back closed? to like, it's like, it was either the middle of August or the middle of September. Uh, and, and this can be fact checked that Sweden officially came out into the news and claimed herd immunity already. Um, you know, people just, they, uh, they what does that mean? What, I don't even know what that means. That, that means enough people had got it that nobody else was really getting oh, sick. Okay. Um, they, but nobody was dying anymore either. Yeah. And, you know, I think they had, they still had some deaths, but not like, not like, 
what other places were seeing. They just quarantined. They didn't shut down their entire economy. Yeah, they and didn't, I, they people didn't. can choose. You know, if you're worried about, I, the risk is there. Let them know that you could die if you get this. You know, and then help the people that do want to stay home. Figure out some sort of make sure they're getting food. Make sure they're getting this. But just there's so much like depression and suicide and child absolutely. abuse and alcohol abuse and it's Abs- just crazy. absolutely. I I would I would firmly say that that uh, all these uh, restrictions and keeping everybody home. Uh, is it would be the 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 main reason that that my relationship ended yeah. uh, we were just you know i mean well, it's tough I mean, it, it's, yeah. some people can be alone together all the time and some people can't you know like yeah. uh we were we were both very strong independent people and uh, well it gets stressful just being locked it does in your house it does and, and i but what you know from reading i know that i'm not the only one that went through that yeah and it caused so many people so many problems that just didn't need to be you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying well Anyway, we'll move away from that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, crazy, crazy times yeah, we're living for in sure, here. For sure, <laughs> So, what's next, man? What's you got anything lined up that you could share or that you're thinking about, or what? What do you What do you want to do? Um, any Any personal projects? Well, I mean, in mind yeah, you're I mean, about? well, my my whole uh, my whole uh, whiteboard is is filled with projects. I've got projects to come. Um, but where I wanted to go is, uh, man, I'm looking to, I'm looking to go to Hollywood, man. Um, I really am. Uh, you know, you see graffiti. Like you want to move out there? If, if, if that's what I need to do. Sure. Everybody's um, leaving California. Well, <laughs> well, no, but like, so <laughs> I mean, you see, you see all kinds of movies, uh, and TV shows, uh, that does have, uh, you know, graffiti oh, aspect in it, seeing, you know, saying. and I, and I want to be the artist in there, you know, like That'd if you go back cool. to, uh, I don't know if, if you, if you ever watched Entourage, yeah, uh, but you know, you remember Love like when like, like like when Turtle got those shoes, uh, you know, from that that graffiti artist. You know, like yeah, I, you I, had talked to me about something with some custom. Do you do you do much of that, or have you played around? With I that ha- much? I have some custom shoes that are sitting that need to be done right now. Um, but that, uh, you know what I, I what I need at this point is I need another studio since the breakup. Uh, I just moved out and I rented an apartment that was close to them so I could be there for my daughter. Mm-hmm. And so we're just kind of readjusting to that. And what I'm doing now is waiting out the lease until I buy a property and I'm looking at buying like uh, what I want now, ironically enough, being from the south side of Chicago, is I, I want a big piece of land, like almost farmland. Yeah. Uh, to where I, that's already got a big shop on there. You know, like so you, yeah. you see a lot big of them that are, barn or something. Yeah, something big enough for a semi. Uh, and then I want that to be my shop. And then I'll uh, then I'll get to other projects like that, man. I, yeah. I just I don't want to be doing that in a small. There's apartment. so many people. Uh, like I know, like TikTok's huge with people customizing shoes. I see that on there all oh, the time. Oh yeah, it's such yeah. A big, it's crazy what the shoe there's, game's there's a, done these a, days. There's man. a dude that I follow on Instagram called Rally Restorations out of Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, and he's just a beast, man. Then another dude here locally, man. Uh, you know who Les Luger is, like. Sounds familiar. Man, he he just did a song. He did, he's a he's a he's a local rapper, and he just did a song uh, uh, with one of Nipsey Hussle's guys. Man, oh, uh, wow. he went out there and it, it recorded this song, man. Um, but he does custom shoes, uh, and he's putting it out live, and, and he's really good at it. Um, and and I I've done them before, um, and, and I and I was pretty successful with it. Um, but lately, I've been focusing more on the walls and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and so that's what I'm just going to keep doing is is what's working. Uh, I'm just going to keep networking. Um, I don't For I don't sure. have any major projects that I, that it's I can't. It's hard to network with everything closed down. Too, yeah, you know? yeah. I don't, Besides I don't social media. I don't have any major projects uh, per se lined up that I can talk about just yet. 
Um, but like I, I had mentioned earlier that I, I hired uh, my, my last boss, the, you know, the one I quit. And, and when I quit, uh, we did, it, initially it was on good terms, but then later it wasn't. We, I, just, I, I stopped liking him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, man. I stopped liking him for a while, and then he approached me like, hey, man, what's up? Uh, and then, you know. Hashed it out. Yeah, not only hashed it out, man, but you know what? Talking, he's just, man. Talking. He's, he's, just, he's just a great friend, man. His name's Mike McCormick, uh, and he is, he's just a great friend. He's, he's a great person. Uh, aside from a friend, uh, he never gives me bullshit when it comes to business. And so I hired him to sell for me. Um, and, and our, our ideas are pretty big, um, you know, because, like, I've got some contacts out in, with a, a hospital out in Denver. Uh, we're looking at them. And for whatever reason, on Facebook, man, if you go through my followers, I got a really good following out in the Kansas City area for some reason. It's good you're looking at that stuff. Yeah. And so, a lot of people don't pay attention to that, you know. Oh, oh I absolutely do, man. I don't just click, you know, if they request me, I, I want to see where you at. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not letting no bots in if I can help it. Yeah. Um, and, and so, but even just recently, you know, like some businesses out in Kansas City are starting to reach out to me. Um, and so I'm going to use that as an opening, man, because now that, especially now that I've got a following out there uh it's easy with uh, my with uh everything that i've got done to prove that i can do what i say mm-hmm. uh, and the, but also coming with a following in that region anyways like here you're automatically going to get likes you know what i'm saying Definitely. people are automatically going to see your business you people can, matter uh, and i don't know how far you want to like how how you want to handle things sometimes people don't like to do the whole ad thing but like uh, obviously you could do like share some of your work and like put a little bit of ad money behind it like and, and, in the and, Kansas City area yeah and and, just, and that and that will come that yeah. that will come um you know but you know just like with anything else there's there's stages to this yeah, stuff for you know sure. You know, because this uh, every when I started out, it wasn't all everything that you see now, man. I, I was I wasn't even matter of fact when I first started out, I wasn't even on Facebook. I was killing it on LinkedIn. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've got like I've got like ten, LinkedIn's great for connecting with other. Man, I've, I've got I've got like almost ten thousand local followers on LinkedIn. Yeah, and that's, that's awesome. I, was, I think that's where you first touched base with me. Actually, was on LinkedIn. It, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, that could very well be. That's how I got out at the fair. Uh, was LinkedIn. Uh, one of the guys that was. Uh, in charge of the team that was writing all the marijuana laws, uh, medicinal and recreational, uh, hit me up to give him a bid to paint his house. Hmm. Um, but then he had a, a friend of the family that owned a construction company that, you know, shot my bid out of the water. Yeah. Um, and, but he still liked me. So like that table that you had mentioned earlier that you seen, I did, that's, that's his kitchen table, man. Nice. They're, they're having every meal at that table. And I did some other crazy? furniture for him. Uh, the fireplace that you seen me do that's in his house. Um, you know, and then, you know, and every time you need something random, he calls me back. I'm, I'm the, he's like the last guy that I still will go and do random repairs for and very small stuff because he's been such a huge supporter. That's cool. Um, well, it's good you do that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, so I did another piece in the middle of downtown that rocked for a little while, uh, a giant REK piece on 3rd Street. Um, it was right after the tornadoes had hit in 2019, um, like literally like the weekend after. Yeah. And uh, so when I colored in, and the the, let, the letters R E K uh, were like 14 and a half feet tall by like 40 feet wide. Wow. Um, and I colored them all in with like these colorful swirls because we were so scared of the tornadoes. Because I mean, that year there was like 250 plus tornadoes that yeah. went across the nation, you know. Uh, and, and one of them touched down, you know, just like a couple miles from my house, it, it, you know, and destroyed people's properties that we know. Um, and so I put all these colorful swirls on there. And uh, he was the one who even got me that wall. He was at the legislative office across the street. And uh, he seen it. He took a picture of it, and it said, "Where's it at? Third uh, Street? Yeah, uh, you know where uh, where Jeremy's Barbershop is on that on Monroe. 
Uh, if you go down to Third Street where the tracks are, it was on that building right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just but on Third Street. I love, um, you know, one of the reasons we sponsored the like art association uh, dancing with the stars thing was uh, uh, I know it's, you know, right now it's tough for a lot of businesses. We've been very blessed that we never had to shut down and we've did well last year. Uh, so I figured it would help them out or whatever, but on the same token, like they are definitely like doing a, a lot of stuff, helping the city in a lot of ways that like, I just love when like cities cover like like they just did an underpass over there on what is yes. that ninth or whatever. Yes, I just love that. Like, why? It's just an underpass. Why not put some art on it? You know Absolutely. what I mean? And uh, you know, out being out in Colorado, I spent a lot of time out there, and they even like paint their like electric boxes, like you know, all this random yes. stupid stuff that's just sitting around. Why not make it all? Art? You I, know I, what I mean? Why I not think, turn I it into art? I think there's a great potential for that because once they move those the, those those train tracks, like they're planning on doing. Um, that's actually going to be a bike path. The, the tracks that go down Third Street right now. I heard now, that, yeah. That's going to be a bike path. And, cool. and, I, and, I, and I tried to propose to the mayor once already, but he wouldn't even give me the time of day. Uh, I tried to propose that to him. Like, like you know, on the buildings on the side? Yes, going. why not? All the way down the whole path. That would be awesome. That, that would make us a tourist attraction. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? People would come from a... An artists would come from around the world to work on it. To, to work on that, that that, that, would, that, would, awesome. that would improve our, our our local economy so much. Yeah, uh, and then just give us like, man, who knows what they're going to create? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah man, the, the possibilities are endless. It's frustrating when you have like good ideas, but people won't pay attention to them. Yes, or don't take you seriously. Yes, you know we struggled. I struggled with that for a long time, just with my business in general. Like what I was doing was different you know, doing the social media and video stuff. You know, when I left a sign company, it was to start this business because I saw where video was going with social media. And I was like, everybody's going to need this. And that's what I, when when I looked at your stuff, that's what impressed me was like, your podcast is right on video. Whereas other people's, you you see it, it's not right on video. Yeah. And it's hard for some people to do both. And for us, it was tough at first because we had to invest a lot of time into it. But now we've streamlined things a lot more to where, Literally, when we're done here, I'm going to have the file ready. I can just go upload it. Like, it's edited. It cuts back. He cuts back. Ryan over here is cutting back and forth between us. Uh, So I'll probably go ahead and get that up. So my goal this year is to try to do one a week. Uh, oh man look at that that's that's uh, the hair is really standing up my arms like i love when people are doing stuff like that like just get it out there i don't know i don't know how many people are watching this but it's fun like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how many people are watching right now because i mean which you know the the goal needs to be 10 years from now you know where where are you going to be or even just shorter five years from now how many people and i just love these conversations i've learned so much about you and i've made i've already met so many new people like we had this guy on the other day that uh a couple weeks ago that set the freaking record for the Ozark Trail. He ran this Ozark Trail. It was like how long? Like three hundred miles or something. Two hundred. I think I miles. Right, what, was, it was his he, name was Joe, and uh, he set the record for the fastest known time of like three three days or something. I'm like three days. You were I running think this I, thing. I think I read that because that actually happened a while ago. That was the the actual accomplishment wasn't recent, was it? No, I think it was like yeah, I think it was maybe a year ago or something. Yeah, I was saying. I think I read that. Doing all these crazy ultra marathons, running all these crazy distances right here in Springfield. And then I had a shell. Uh, I seen music that, artist. dude. She's like, I was like, when I, when I was scrolling like down, followers. I was like, what? 
Yeah, it's crazy. I, I, so it's just fun. I had to, no idea she was from Springfield. Yeah, and it's just fun trying to find these people that are doing cool stuff or, or own a business, like learning about how they got started. Like I just love both sides of that and make, meeting new people and connecting. Like when else do you get to sit here and have a, like hour conversation Absolutely. with somebody unless Absolutely. you like really make an effort to make right. that happen? Unless so. you're in a bar and they spit in your eyes. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> so it's been it's been fun doing it, man. So. Well, what's uh, what's the best way? I mean, people to find you. Uh, in, what's your Instagram? Rec services. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can go on any social media. Just with this hashtag. R E K services. services. Yeah. Hashtag, uh, hashtag so R E K services. You can put that into anything. Um, I mean, and, and at this point, you know where I'm at in life. Uh, you can call me directly at two one seven five zero three seven four five two. You know, I got. Yeah. Know, that's it. Those. So put those any, two things. Anybody that needs either. Some cool custom art, you know, graffiti art, or just painting, right? You yeah, said you absolutely, house painting, absolutely. Commercial house, painting. house painting. Uh, I mean, besides the the house painting. Oh, actually, I got one other cool thing about what's happening. So, yeah. uh, Rek Services actually sponsors a race team. We actually oh, we actually cool. sponsor dart racing. What kind of racing is that? Uh, dirt track racing. Okay. Um, and so uh, this year, I'm actually going to get behind the wheel. Really? Yeah, nice. yeah. I'm gonna get behind the wheel. While we're just what talking kind about of ca- what kind of cars are those? Are they like little? Uh, they're, they're all they're all different ones. It depends on the races that you get oh, okay. in, and, and like and and so we're we're small. I, I'm there at this point. I'm their I'm their only sponsor at this point. Um, and and uh, so we're we're small. We're doing what we can, and but we're having a lot of fun, and we're bonding, man. And that's that's the biggest. Yeah, thing, that you know sounds. What I'm saying? That sounds fun. Um, and, and so. Uh, the the cars vary. We we've gone through several cars already, um, and, and so it, they're different. Like right now, we got a Mustang. We got where do you race them at? Uh, all over. It depends on where the races are. Like we got one. That, the one that I'm gonna uh, race in is in Iowa. Um, so we're gonna you know we're gonna pack up. We're gonna go out there, and pretty much everything that we do at some point in, in our, all of our careers involved uh, revolves around that little race team. That really, really? yeah, that, that's not even winning a lot of races, <laughs> but we're having a lot of fun. That's doing what it, that's all that matters, man. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. We're learning, um, and we're learning about each other, and, uh, and we're supporting each other, and that's that's, that's what's cool. really cool, man. And that's you know back to the I mean just with the podcast, like someone said to me, like, is it worth your time doing that? And I said, well, I mean, monetarily, it's not (laughs) like I'm not like making I'm not like charging people to be on here. If anything, I should probably be paying people to be on here. Uh, But people come and join me uh, just because, you know, they they're they're down to talk and, you know, get out there. And it's uh, I was like, I just like doing it. You know and that's I mean? it, man. I and love that's, learning. That's how, you know, ha- most of it, honestly, is learning about, you know, the, just the people, but also, like, I learned so much just from talking to you from the spray paint caps, how the process works. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I'm just literally, you know, people ask me, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, we're just going to have a conversation, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really plan questions. I, I do a little bit of research on people. That's why oh, they're who on you the telling? thing. I, I wasn't planning on getting behind the wheel of a race car. I'm not yeah. I, like prior to this. I'm not even a race fan. Yeah, um, that's they, fun. Though. They I, wanted me I to, to paint really the car. Fun. You know, I, the the because it's the father and sons that are that Did are. Did you paint it? Yeah, yeah. Is there a picture? Uh there might be. I mean, it's pretty choppy. It's just uh, I'm not sure. Let me see. If anything, that's going to be on my Instagram. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, but. Uh, but they, you know, they just wanted some paint work done. They wanted some stripes and some numbers yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, and I know, the, I know the dad because um, uh, he was one of the first guys that ever hired me as an independent contractor. And uh, man, I just, you know what? I, I just love the dude, man. That's uh, awesome. I love the dude. I, man, not just him. I love his whole family, man. And his whole family loves me right back. You know, anytime I need something, like I had some trouble with my truck one day, and 
very okay. next, very, it not just helped me out, man. They cleared their schedules and were there first thing in the morning as soon as the sun came up. Wow. They were like, let's get, let's get you going. You, you, you got a family to take care of. Yeah. And I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that's some real shit, man, that yeah, you just, definitely. you're not going to get everywhere, you know? For sure. Yeah. So it's, it's been a cool journey, man. Everything's, everything that you see me do isn't, isn't extremely lucrative. Some of them uh, are very lucrative. Like, I just got done taking almost two months off, uh, you know, like, especially after the whole breakup that I went through. It was tough, man. Yeah, uh, reset. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that's just it. Uh, but I was able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was able to do that, man. So it's been a journey, man. And yeah, uh, it is for sure. I mean, I remember I was doing a lot of the videos I was doing were either free or so cheap, you know what I mean? Just yeah. to get out there and so people see like what's going on and look at all oh, these videos, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's absolutely. Just slowly built up. And now people realize like what we're doing is helping their business grow tremendously. You know what I mean? And um, I'm, I feel super you know, you're saying you're getting emotional. Like I get emotional, like just knowing that we're helping these businesses grow and the local economy yeah, grow. That, that, that's a good river to be standing in yeah, for sure. So it's, uh, it feels good, man. Well, Ron, it was, uh, it was awesome to have you on. Thank you so much for coming. You're doing yeah. some, such awesome art and I, I plan on definitely that. having you do some stuff for me and in the, in Oopbox in the future. Uh, everybody, uh, hit Ron up, uh, REK services, uh, hashtag, REK. hashtag REK services. Is that like your uh, handle also? Yeah, that's, okay. that's on anything that you go on. Uh, that's, you know, all my business certificates and everything. It's officially Perfect. hashtag REK services. Yeah. So check his stuff out. If you haven't looked at him as an artist, man, he's got, if you, you probably saw some of it here, but go check his pages out and everything like that. Uh, and any of your painting needs and we'll link obviously below on, on any of this stuff too, to his, uh, social media and all that stuff. So Ron, man, you're doing great things. Uh, I love your art. Thank Pre- you so much. Thank man. you so much for coming on. I really oh, appreciate man, this it. Is, this is great time. I'm glad, I'm glad this happened. Seriously. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching, listening, however you're, uh, tuning in. <laughs> <laughs>